Good evening. I'm Paul Rienzo with these headlines. The war between Gaza and Israel enters its 23rd day, with the Palestinian Health Ministry reporting more than 8,300 Palestinian deaths, including more than 3,000 children. More than 230 Israelis are being held hostage. Tens of thousands on both sides are injured. And the war, Israeli officials say, is entering a new stage. Multiple reports are surfacing that Israeli tanks and troops are entering Gaza, a strip of land the size of Manhattan with nearly two and a half million residents. Earlier today, Hamas released a video of three Israeli hostages. They directed a plea to Israel's Prime Minister, Benjamin Bibi Netanyahu. Bibi Netanyahu, shalom. אנחנו נמצאים בשבי, התחייבת לשחרר את כולנו, ובמקום זה אנחנו נוסעים במחדל הפוליטי. The English translation reads in part, Bibi, hello, we are paying for your failure, you are killing us. Netanyahu denounced the video as cruel psychological propaganda. The Israeli Prime Minister has been criticized for allowing Hamas to overwhelm the nation's defenses in the early days of the conflict. In a speech, Netanyahu rejected calls for a ceasefire. Israel will not agree to a cessation of hostilities with Hamas after the horrific attacks of October 7th. Calls for a ceasefire are calls for Israel to surrender to Hamas. Then he quoted the Bible. The Bible says that there is a time for peace and a time for war. This is a time for war. According to the United Nations, 12 of Gaza's 35 hospitals are out of commission, 221 schools used as shelters, and more than 177,000 housing units have been damaged or destroyed. Despite the dire news, United States State Department spokesperson Matt Miller claims aid is flowing into Gaza. Yesterday, 45 trucks carrying food, water, and other humanitarian aid moved through, through the Rafah crossing into Gaza, marking the highest single-day shipment to date and bringing the total number of trucks that have made it into Gaza to 150. But the United Nations Office for Humanitarian Affairs says the aid crossing from Egypt is a drop in the ocean. The executive director of UNICEF is Catherine Russell. We are doing our best to reach all children in need, but the delivery of humanitarian aid, especially in Gaza, is now extremely challenging. This is due to both the current siege conditions imposed on Gaza and the highly dangerous circumstances under which our staff are operating. And a U.N. spokesperson in New York adds Israeli demands to move hospitals are impossible to meet. We're deeply concerned by allegations of military installations in the close vicinity of hospitals and the request by Israeli authorities for hospitals, including Al-Quds and Shifa, to be evacuated. There's nowhere safe for these patients to go. And for those on life support and babies in incubators, moving would almost certainly be a death sentence. The U.N. says the war has become a matter of life and death for millions. They're demanding an immediate humanitarian ceasefire. And here in the United States, the United Auto Workers and General Motors reached a deal, ending a six-week strike against the big three automakers today. President Joe Biden made the announcement. They want a record contract with over a 30 percent increase in wages, greater retirement security, and more paid leave. All the workers on strike and all those who were walking the picket lines on behalf of the UAW, brothers and sisters, can go back to work immediately, even before the vote is taken. In local news, Governor Kathy Hochul and State Attorney General Tish James were in the Bronx today to announce distribution of the first year's opioid settlement money. Governor Hochul, who often mentions her own family being touched by the crisis that kills nearly 100,000 Americans every year, made the announcement. New York has officially made available $192 million through the state opioid settlement fund. 
and Tish James, whose relentless lawsuits forced a settlement with the Sackler family, makers of the opioid OxyContin, explained why the issue means so much to her. When I held mothers and fathers over open caskets, when I held them in my arms, and they told me about their loved ones, that I would do everything in my power if I were elected as the Attorney General to get justice for them. Paul DiRienzo, New York.